at center. The Leafs got a break. Here's a chance for Kerfoot in over the line with McKayev. Kerfoot going to the net. McKayev scores! Holy Mackinac! It's a shorty for the lead! Great call by Joe Bowen. Yes, the shorty for the lead by Ilya McKayev. That's the first time the Maple Leafs took the lead in the third period, and they rally one more empty net goal. It's a 6-4 win. Come from behind for the Toronto Maple Leafs over the New Jersey Devils. We welcome you to Leafs Nation postgame. Gord Stelic, Justin Cuthbert with you. And if you heard this script, you think, well, it was, of course, Brent Gunning that was in on Saturday. He's off tonight. So it is a different game with Justin here. Boy, uh, Justin, your, your, your thoughts. We said the secondary mission, he needed a return of Saturday, and they got a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you, you can fly close to the sun if you just don't get burned. I mean, that's really been the story since the Maple Leafs have reconvened from their Christmas break. I'm not sure they deserve two points tonight or Saturday or against the Blues or against the Golden Knights or even getting one against the Avalanche way back on January 8th. Uh, but they've managed to rack up points despite not looking overly dominant and falling behind with regularity and coughing up leads with regularity. Uh, but they managed to do a repeat of their Saturday night and their third period Saturday night in Detroit with a couple goals, uh, four, I guess, in the period uh, to take this game 6-4. It's another uh, another game that will, would have looked better with fans, but uh, the Leafs will take the two points and continue their chase in the Atlantic Division as they wait for the time when they can have fans back in the seats. Yeah, well, the fans wouldn't have been happy for a chunk of it. They'd be leaving excited, going to their cars or subway tonight, talking about the game. So, you know, if you're the New Jersey Devils and you're describing trying to fill out a police report about what happened in the third period, what happened in the third period? I'm not sure the Devils played the third period too, too poorly, other than Damon Severson with one of the worst two-on-one defensive plays I've seen in some time. I mean, that was a great play by Alex Kerfoot. It looked tremendous. Uh, but when you saw the hi- uh, the replay of it, I don't know where Damon Severson was going on that play, but the Maple Leafs will take it. And I mentioned like many redemption stories in the second intermission. Mitch Marner had a huge night, extended his uh, goal streak to six games after being benched for the second shift of the game. I think Kerfoot was benched for a time too, and he helped set up the Jason Spezza goal to bring the Leafs within one, set up the M- Mikheyev goal. Uh, and had himself a third period uh, as well. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's another one of those day- games that everyone will be smiling, except maybe Sheldon Keefe, and we'll get to him a little bit later. Uh, I don't know how how often the Leafs can continue to do this, but it's been the, uh, the formula in January, and now they're going to turn the page here into February. So, uh, you... you... Goaltender change, that's what was different now. And again, that was the first lineup shuffle. And uh, we wonder if, I would think in this case, it means Jack Campbell plays tomorrow night, Justin, don't you? Because the goaltending change was made so early in the game. You got to think that's the plan, yeah. Uh, And obviously there's a bit of a break after where Jack Campbell can uh, get some either practice days and rest days or a combination of the two, I'm sure. But taking Mrazek who has only played what six, seven times uh, all season long and thrusting him into a back-to-back might be too much to ask for him, but I think you got to go back to the well. I mean, you just got this victory, which could be demoralizing if you're the other side, uh, and you come back and try to get your goaltender right because, as we mentioned in the intermissions, uh, he's been below 900 save percentage since December 1st. That number is going to plummet a little bit after giving up three goals on nine shots. So it would be nice to get some good vibes across the entire roster, even though Sheldon Keefe might 
be, you know, trying to mute those vibes a little bit right now in the post game. But if Jack Campbell could get a win over the New Jersey Devils tomorrow night, then the Maple Leafs can really send themselves into the all-star break on a really positive note. Uh, you know, just looking, of course, let's get, we're going to get excited about trade deadline. I know you will covering it and uh, I will. And we seem to, a lot of us, I do think with, with so many more teams out that maybe there'll be more sellers. There might be more activity. Severson's one of those guys. Now, he played 29 minutes. Like he played the most by by far of any Devils defenseman. You know, talk that he may be he may be on the trade block. He's got a year left after this year. Uh, but boy, uh, one contract. PK Subin. What's his last year of a nine million dollar per year contract? Uh, that'll be up. That'll save them a lot of money. Of course, they're missing Dougie Hamilton, who's their stud on D. But I, I wonder. You know, you wonder when it comes to someone like Severson, what the Devils decide to do, Justin. Yeah, uh, his name is not out there uh, for any coincidence, right? I, I mean, I think he might be uh, a defenseman that other teams around the league will be interested in. And as, as you mentioned, the Devils are trending toward a little bit of a revamping. Obviously, they made that huge splash with Hamilton, but they're going to free up over $9 million with Subban, and they're going to be able to remodel things a little bit around this Ty Smiths and the Jonas Siegenthalers uh, and, of course, Dougie Hamilton. So that should bring back uh, a decent haul for them because, you know, quality defensemen are in short supply here, especially in the lead up to the trade deadline. And with so few teams being able to have, you know, too, too much flexibility in terms of what they can add and what they can subtract. But I wonder how many general managers and you being a former one, I'd like to hear your thoughts, uh, would look at that play. Is that just him getting complacent in the moment? Is it all the minutes that he uh, played tonight and perhaps a little bit of fatigue setting in? Or is this maybe not the defenseman who can give you that reliable defensive hard minutes that you might be expecting in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, and that's why you have to scout a lot of games and, and have your scouts add a lot of games. Because you're right, it's a mixed message tonight, isn't it? That, okay, it, they play him all those minutes because they consider him the stud. But then he has a pretty ordinary game, which I think a lot of guys did tonight. I mean, this was a sloppy defensive game. What did you call it again? A random? What'd you call it? I like that term. Whatever, yeah, randomness. Just about, it just yeah. just that you know, there's a lot of chances, and if the Leafs could cut down on chances, we'd see the Maple Leaf stars shine because they can outshine the New Jersey Devils superstars. We saw that. Uh, on full display tonight I mean the best players on the ice were Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and once it got to the point where there were only a few chances who took them Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner well you mentioned Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner we'll get them one at a time in Austin Matthews case hadn't scored in four games comes up with the hat trick four points and all uh, was a plus three five shots on net Uh, yeah Big Cactus, Big Pappy was at it again. Here is Austin Matthews after a big night individually and yet another come-from-behind win for his Toronto Maple Leafs. First up, we'll go to David Alter with the Nation Network. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Austin, what allowed you guys to turn this game around? Uh, I think we just uh, got to playing a little bit better. Um, you know, our start wasn't very good. and um, you know, It just seemed like we weren't. Uh, ready to play from the puck drop and um, you know, I, I think it showed and uh, they're a really good team they got a lot of really young skilled guys that uh, you know can obviously make you pay and they had some um, you know a lot of chances tonight especially early on so um, you know credit to our our guys for staying with it and um, you know just staying patient just continuing to fight uh, all night long and huge play by the uh, PK with uh, footer and uh, Mickey to get us that goal there and um, on the PK so 
uh, just all around really good effort. Uh, I think the last half of the game and just to, to will our way to, to get a two points. When you see your starter get pulled, does that kind of spark the bench to kind of turn things around? Like maybe more of a statement on the game than the goaltender? Perhaps? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I mean, uh, you know, Sue didn't play bad. We just gave up such great a chances for them and they capitalized on them. So, um, you know, like you said, I think it's more of a, a wake up call for the guys that are out there playing, not, not necessarily our goaltender, because uh, we weren't really helping them out much there at the start. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Austin Sheldon was talking this morning about uh, your face-off proficiency as a team, and obviously the tying goal comes off a face-off in the offensive zone. What would have been your perspective on what the wingers have been doing maybe a little bit better this year to help you guys win so many face-offs? Yeah, I think it's a group effort every time, um, you know, especially, um, you know, a lot of those draws are 50-50 pucks and, um, you know, a lot of good centermen in the league that are strong, and it's hard to really snap uh, back draws clean. So it's uh, it's a full effort from the wingers. And uh, I think we've done a really good job all all year long to uh, get in on those pucks and, and help out the centermen and win those 50-50 battles because I think it's really important um, on faceoffs to start with the puck. So Mitch, six-game goals, straight longest of his NHL career since he came back from COVID. What's standing out to you about the way he's playing right now? I think he's just playing free. Um, you know, he's just playing off instinct out there. And it's fun to watch. I mean, he's obviously an amazing player and he's a lot of fun to play with. Um, I just think when, when he's out there and he's just flowing like that, it's uh it's a treat to watch and it's a lot of fun to be out there with him, uh, playing and, uh, making plays. And, you know, I thought Bonds played really well tonight. He, he really worked hard and created a lot of havoc in their crease and, uh, wore down their defense. Um, you know, he just wins battles left and right, but, um, you know, I thought those two really worked hard tonight. And last one here, we'll go to Michael Bradley with the NHL. Go ahead, Michael. Michael, you're on mute. Austin, last Friday, Sheldon, and a couple of your teammates were talking about your growing leadership role with the team. Can Is that something that you've focused on this uh, season? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, every year I've tried to take a step forward in that uh, category. And um, I think I'm in my sixth year now. So, um, you know, I definitely think it's uh, it's been time for me to take another step in that regard. And I uh, just try to lean on the guys that have been here, um, you know, a little bit longer than me and that have been around uh, in the league longer and just kind of lean on them and um, try to pick their brain on stuff, but uh, just be myself every day and, and come to the locker room and, and set an example for everybody. Thank you, Austin. Thanks, Austin. Yeah, thank you, Austin. Big game. A couple of notes there as we hear post game. Three goals, one assist. So, uh, Justin, he's the 400 career points as a Leaf Fastest to do that, 372 games. Still lapsed it in 387. I did not see that. I did see Lanny McDonald in 416, Daryl Sittler in 436, then Frank Mahovlich and Ted Kennedy. So you get the picture, right, about the uh, incredible company that Austin Matthews continues to join uh, in the Leaf history books. Yeah, that's Legends Row Company uh, for sure. And it's, you know, it's nice. You get these round numbers and you can kind of reflect uh, but that's the trajectory he's on. He's uh, he is that guy for the Toronto Maple Leafs and his fifth career hat trick. I mean, hat tricks for him used to be sort of the boogeyman, right? Like it was always he'd get two and he'd get two again and he couldn't get that third goal for so long. Uh, and now it seems like, you know, maybe he was trying to will that one in and his reaction tells you that maybe he's counting a little bit, but that hat trick isn't elusive anymore. And with three goals tonight, he's now within three in the Rocket Richard race, and he's got quite a few game, games in hand, at least on Chris Kreider, 
and a couple games in hand as well uh, on Leon Dreisaitl, who's been sort of wire to wire to this point. And the other, just taking a look at stats, so Jack Campbell, and of course, uh, it was the other, the, the other, no soup for you, who gets the big shorthanded goal in Ilya Mikheyev. I think, I wonder if Mikheyev's ticked that he kind of lost his uh, soupy uh, role to uh, Jack Campbell. But <laughs> yeah, just first 23 starts compared to his last seven, Justin. First 23, save percentage, 0. 0.938. Last seven, 0. 0.865. Goals against average, 1.89 in the first 23 4.13 in the last seven and he he is uh you know yeah and, and austin matthews you love about talking about supporting your goaltender and that and that's all good but uh he had jack campbell his last seven the stats don't don't lie he's been ordinary yeah it's definitely a thing he's going to the all-star game this weekend and he deserves it based on what he did at the start of the season but uh you know we were talking about vesna trophy earlier He's probably fallen back maybe a little bit too far there already, given how well some other goaltenders are playing, like Igor Shostyurkin, UC Saros, Andre Vasilevsky. They've maintained their standard, and it has slipped pretty pretty significantly here for Campbell. And I don't think that should really be a surprise. I mean, this is a goaltender that we didn't ever really... I mean, he's just broken onto the scene as a starter this year, and we've never really considered him in the game's elite yet. But it's important that the Maple Leafs get him right of course, because he's probably going to be the guy and should be the guy when the games matter the most. And again, I think Austin Matthews right. They didn't play well for the first 10 minutes. That's why they gave up those goals. But earlier in the season when they had those issues, Jack Campbell was bailing them out. I remember a game early on. I think it's the moment that really turned around the Maple Leafs season. They were losing to the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think, one nothing, and chasing that equalizer. And Jack Campbell was so brilliant in the third period, holding them into that game. And that really started them on their run where they've, you know, climbed back in the standings and reasserted themselves as an elite team. But as the Leafs have grown into the season, Campbell's sort of faded away in the season. And we've got to see those. We don't want to see the, the Leafs trend reverse, but we've got to see Campbell's trend reverse a little bit because it just hasn't been even at a level where you can consider him being, uh, you know, a top 15 goaltender in the league, at least for the last two months. So I, I thought, you know, Peter Mrazek comes in. And he's had not a, you know, not a, a, well, not even on an even season. He just hasn't got going yet, mostly due to injury. So I like the results. I like some of the saves he made. I think, you know, I watched him play a lot, but I haven't watched him play like you do from a home team point of view. I just got to get used to his style. You know, Dominic Hasek was one when you saw his video, you go, this guy can never play in the NHL, and he was phenomenal. So I think I just got to get, get used to, get used to the Peter Mrazek style a little bit more. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Jack Campbell had that as well, because most goaltenders in the NHL right now, it's all about positioning and very little movement, right? They just make saves through their positioning. Morazic and Campbell, they are reactionary goaltenders to a certain extent. And I, I, I'm wondering if you agree with me on that. They seem to work a little bit harder in the net and they react a little bit more where the Vasilevskis just remain big and stop shots that way. So it is a bit of a you wonder if he's overplaying it a little bit sometimes. I think both those goaltenders of the Maple Leafs fall into that trap sometimes. But what do you want out of your backup? You want him to be able to come in when things aren't going right and solidify things and give you a chance to win. And that's exactly what Peter Morazic did tonight. He hasn't been there all season. He hasn't been able to provide anything that resembles value on a $3.8 million salary, being, being that he's only played in six or seven games so far. But he did his job as a backup tonight, that's for sure. 
No, I agree about the styles. There can be the cool, calm, unflappable type or the fiery, combative, more competitive, uh, active type. And certainly the Maple Leafs have a couple of those. Uh, when we come back, we'll hear from Mitch Marner. Another big night for him. He's got a goal-scoring streak going. Uh, later on, Luke Fox will also join us. We may or may not get Sheldon Keefe, depending on the timing in this uh, hopefully COVID world to be done someday because we used to always start right with the coach, head coach live, but now they tend to go at the end when everyone else has spoken. Whole lot to talk about. Another come-from-behind win for the Toronto Maple Leafs, 6-4 over the New Jersey Devils. You're, living to Le- you're listening to Leafs Nation postgame. Gord Stelic, Justin Cuthbert on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Welcome back, Leafs Nation postgame. Gord Stelic, Justin Cuthbert with you on the Leafs Radio Network. A 6-4 win for the Toronto Maple Leafs over the New Jersey Devils. Another come-from-behind victory. And Justin will hear from Mitch Marner momentarily. Also, Leaf head coach Sheldon Keefe. But... Quick one on the out-of-town scoreboard. So not only are the Florida Panthers showing uh, it's going to be a very competitive Atlantic division, including them, how about a night we touched on in the second intermission? Almost an unthinkable night for an ex-Maple Leaf tonight in Florida. Yeah, in hindsight, maybe not the best deal from Kyle Dubas uh, trading Mason Marchment to the Florida Panthers for Dennis Malgin a couple years ago. He had two goals and six points in an 8-4 victory for the Florida Panthers who continue to just set an incredible pace in uh, the Atlantic division race. They remain 10 points on the Leafs. The Leafs are playing 720 hockey this season. And of course they got a couple games in hand, but uh, they have to win all of them just to match what Florida has done so far through 46 games. So everything's working for them. Even their fourth liners like Mason Marchment, who, you know, might've been a good fit on a fourth line for the Leafs right about now. Boy, oh boy, you know, I was looking, Jonathan Huberto took over the scoring lead in the, in the league, so I kept looking for him, and no, it's, and and also, plus six, Mason Marchman as well. What a phenomenal <laughs> night. Well, not quite the same for Mitch Marner, but still a phenomenal night. He's on a tear, six consecutive games with a goal, one goal, two assists, three points, plus three. Here he is post-game after the 6-4 win. I'm going after a 6-4 guy. Welcome, Mitch. Just give it a second here for people to raise their hands. First up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Mitch, uh, how did you guys turn this around tonight? Uh, I think just doing what we do best in the third period. And, um, you know, it's forechecking, getting pucks back, um, getting around the net, just kind of being uh, on the pursuit of puck the whole uh, third period there. But uh, obviously, we know we got to do better in the first 40 and something that uh, we got to make sure we bring uh, tomorrow. Career long six game goal streak for you. What are you feeling out there right now? Um, just find like I'm getting into open spots and I'm not afraid to shoot it. I think before, uh, maybe I would hold on to an extra second, trying to find another player or find something else. But, uh, right now I'm just trying to, you know, when I touch my stick, just if I can one time it or grip it or rip it. Next up, we'll go to Terry Koshan, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Terry. Mitch, how much of the last two games are a concern with the starts and that, and, and, you know, is it a big deal? Do you think, or is it something that you do have to work to get out of the game here? Uh, I think it's both. Um, obviously we know as a team, it's a, it's a big deal. We're, I think, uh, we were pretty good at our starts the last, um, couple of games before kind of what's been happening recently. But, uh, you know, I think for us, it's just making sure that, uh, we come ready to play a, a physical game of not blowing guys up, but just getting in front of guys, making it hard to get through the neutral zone with speed and, um, coming back as a unit as five stopping on the, the puck and, um, breaking out quickly when we're doing that, we're a pretty hard team to play against, and that's when we're at our best. 
Thanks. And last one here, we'll go to Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Mitch, when uh, Coach put the lines back together, he said it was the optimal look for the team. Is that how you feel about it? It's good, I guess, to have, uh, you know, to have uh, other uh, forwards to play with the last couple of games. But, uh, you know, you and Austin and the lines back together really click uh, when you had to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like this question's asked a lot. I think we're comfortable playing with really anyone on our team. Uh, we got skill through the whole entire lineup. So that's a good thing about our team. Guys can uh, jump up spots and, and, and move around. But uh, I think, you know, as recently uh, as it shows, me and Matt's kind of uh, have got our chemistry back here. Um, Bunt's done a great job as well, kind of getting our chemistry with us. And uh, we're just finding each other on the ice in open spots and trying to score. And it's it's been working, but uh we just got to make sure we keep working on the defensive side of the puck. When we're doing that, it's when we're at our best. It's when we're getting the puck in our hands in the D zone, up the ice with speed and, and creating our chances. Thank you. Thanks. All right, and one more here, Mitch. We got Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke. Hi, Mitch. Just what did you make of the play Alexander Kerfoot made on the winning goal to Mickey there? Uh, it was great. Um, it's great patience by him. Um, I think the thing we talk about a lot on those two ones is taking the ace you get. Uh, he had a lot of ice there. Took it kind of right through the middle and, uh, you know, found Mickey backside for tap. And it's a, it's a great play by Kerf. Uh, he's a guy that I don't think gets enough love in the media or anything like that. But uh, I'll tell you one thing, he gets a lot of love in our locker room and we know how special he is and uh, how much he means to our team. So it's uh, it's great seeing a guy like that work his tail off kind of every night and um, get rewarded like that tonight. And um, like I said, he's a big part of our team on five on five and on the kill. He does a great job with his stick, his anticipation. And uh, it's great seeing him get rewarded like that and make a play. Well, Mitch Marner, after the 6-4 win, he had one goal, two assists. And Justin Cuthbert, we, we don't find out the mystery of the missing shift or not. You know, was, was there was there disciplinary action early on by, by Sheldon Keefe, you know, just trying to trying to rally the troops, uh, trying to pick out what was deemed unacceptable? Yeah, if it was, I mean, it seemed to uh, light a spark between what was an electric partnership tonight between Matthews and Mitch Marner, I mean, they they got the points, but every time they were on the ice, they just seemed to uh, tilt it and, and create some pressure on uh, the Devils defense. I mean, I always wonder, I mean, they, Marner was asked about and whether or not this is the optimal, it is the optimal look. I mean, Marner and Matthews together are just so, so good, but I understand why you might want to move the pieces around because Marner makes everyone better. And he makes Matthews a lot better. I mean, Matthews wasn't as good when Marner wasn't on his wing. It's a partnership uh, that should be, you know, should not be taken uh, uh, granted because uh, it has been so, so good for the Leafs and for Sheldon Keefe. And uh, it, it rewarded him again tonight. Well, Luke Fox always makes Leafs Nation postgame better. Of course, Sportsnet, Sportsnet.ca. He joins Gord Stelic and Justin Cuthbert. Uh, so, Luke, you know, you, you are, you're the equivalent of the Hardy Boys. You're like a Frank and Joe Hardy guy digging out the facts there. We're trying to figure out there were some shifts missed. Marner seemed to miss a shift in the first period. little juggling with Kerfoot or Engvall. Was Sheldon Keefe tonight being kind of kind of the jockey ready to make little moves? Yeah, I, I wondered about that. Um, I, I think it's kind of Sheldon Keefe's norm. You know, if they're losing, especially by a couple of goals, he's never been afraid to tinker a little bit. Um, he's been pretty high on Engvall lately, which is which is kind of funny because Engvall was the guy in the doghouse for much of last season. But he's been really impressed with, with Pierre. Um, so I wonder if it's a bit of a, a reward for him bumping him up uh, for a little bit, but also, you know, he's never complacent as a coach. Like if they're losing, he makes a change. Um, so I, I think that 
plays into it as well. I did find it interesting that he kind of abandoned his experiment with this, you know, this three-headed monster of spreading out uh, the core forwards uh, across the, the top nine so quickly. You know, he, he basically only did it for a game and a half, uh, got in trouble in Detroit, flipped back, and they had that great comeback, and that's how he started tonight. Um, and then, you know, Austin Matthews gets a hat trick. Mitch Marner looks fantastic, and uh, it's pretty hard to tear those guys apart. Um, I, I just wonder if, if part of it is the coach wanting to experiment, but also part of it is trying to manage the egos in that room and, and make sure that guys are playing with guys they like to play with. Like, do you really want to take away a, a Rocket Richard trophy contender away from one of the best playmakers in the game, especially when he's feeling it the way Marner is lately? Speaking about the Rocket Richard, Luke, uh, a little reaction for Matthews scoring the hat trick tonight as the empty netter went in, uh, you're around him all the time. I mean, maybe not as close to him as normal seasons, but you're hearing him talk uh, uh, on a you know, semi-bi-weekly or bi-daily basis. How much do you think he thinks about the Rocket Bouchard? How, how much do you think it means to him to be unequivocally the game's best goal scorer? I think it means a lot, Justin, and he never talks about it. He doesn't let it on, and I do think he's a team guy, and he's you could tell just by uh, his increased leadership and his increased effort in the defensive zone. Um, you know, he's worked on his face-offs. He's not all about the goal scoring, but I think deep down, and he, and he knows it's not, you know, nice to talk about it publicly, but he's an alpha dog, right? Like, he wants to be that guy. And you could tell, like, he was – like, he went four games there without getting one. And I don't think he was questioning – uh, whether he's like really in a, a slump or anything, but you could tell that he's a little bit happier when the puck's going in for him. And um, the the funny thing about that empty netter that that got him the hat trick, I counted counted I think one hat uh, touched the ice here, um, was that it was an empty netter. And all last season, the season he won the Rocket, he didn't get a single empty net goal. So for all his you know incredible statistics when it comes to goal scoring he actually doesn't have that many empty netters um so i'm sure it felt good for him to to get one like he's he's definitely earned the odd empty netter yeah zach hyman used to seem to get all the empty netters yeah. so it's right you know you know what i'm watching again you know you guys are down there in the trenches more I, there are there are no trenches anymore but when there are trenches you're 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 down there behind enemy lines right now in the covid world more but i I really have really enjoyed, and I, I give this young leadership group, I think, a lot of credit for starting with that Chicago game, taking it upon themselves to get out of this hole. I'm loving the evolution of Austin Matthews. The other game when he talked about, you know, using the crowd and having some fun and a sense of humor. I, you know, I wonder if maybe Joe Thornton, some of that rubbed off a little bit about, you know, let's get some context about it kicks ass to be here to play in the NHL. Let's have a little fun. Let's have a little personality. Yeah, and you know what? I think people forget just because, um, A, he's a, he's a big guy, Gord, and we're already in season six of, of Austin Matthews, but he's the youngest forward on the team still. He's the youngest guy outside of Sandine and Lilligren who are just kind of finding their way as full-time NHLers. So I think even if you have all the skill in the world, even if you're the first overall pick, there's probably a little bit of hesitancy to be the guy speaking up in a room that has a, a Joe Thornton or has a, a Jason Spezza or even a John Tavares who, who was a captain on Long Island, right? Like maybe it, it takes a while 
to find your way outside of um, when you're on the ice. When you're on the ice, you can just let your skill take over and, and you can show people what you can do. But maybe it takes a while being in that environment to, to feel comfortable really speaking up. And you mentioned that Chicago game. I think um, he kind of berated Justin Hall um, for, you know, not playing the, the offside correctly um, and kind of chastised him a little bit publicly in that game. Uh, I think that got people's attention. But then there's the flip side of it where last game, Rasmus Sandin scores his, his first goal of the year. And who's there, like one of the first to greet him? It's Austin Matthews, you know, rubbing his head and, and, and you know, just saying how happy he is for him. So I think he's really come into his own. Sheldon Keep was saying recently that um, Austin used to come back to the bench and be pretty quiet, you know, He'd kind of keep his thoughts to himself. Now he's strategizing. He's rooting guys on. He's calling them out a little bit about if they if they do something a bit wrong or, or let's see how we can get get this done. Um, and it's great to see. You know, I think he was probably given that A on his sweater when maybe there were other guys that were more established vocal leaders, but he's really grown into it and taken hold of it, and as well he should. With uh, Peter Morazic pulled into action tonight, I think it's probably safe to assume that we will see Jack Campbell in Jersey tomorrow night. How important do you think it is to get him a win going into the All-Star break where he will be representing the Maple Leafs just given that, you know, he's going into the showcase weekend. It's been difficult for him lately. Sub 900 save percentage, pretty, pretty, uh, you know, not even, not even close to 900 or uh, in the last uh, two months here. How, how important is it that he gets right, gets a win, goes into the all-star break feeling good? Yeah. And I, I think that's going to be their call. Sheldon just said that they're going to talk about it on the plane and probably make a, a decision tomorrow morning uh originally they had scheduled tomorrow to be Mrazic's start but i mean pulling campbell with what nine minutes in um it's basically a, like a fresh start for him I, I i think that's the play i think you want to get him going like you said justin so it's kind of funny ever since he was announced that he was going to that all-star game his best save percentage in a game has been 850 he's had four starts since since then and they've all been a little bit shaky um, and, you know, Keith says, you know, that's probably a little bit to do with the schedule. Like he was in such a groove playing basically every second, third, fourth day, um, and they were winning, and he was kind of in the zone. The team went through COVID, Jack, Jack included, the prolonged Christmas break, then the postponed games. And I think for a goaltender more than any other position, it's about that rhythm of play. Um, and seeing pucks and getting used to having NHL-caliber offenses coming at you. And now all of a sudden, in addition to the postponed games, you got a healthy Mrazic. So Mrazic's kind of begging for a little bit of time here, and it's in the organization's best interest to give him a little time. So Campbell's got to get used to, you know, maybe not playing in quite the same rhythm he was in, uh, say, November when he was on top of his game. Um, so I agree with you. I think they, they need to put him back in there and get him feeling good. Um, and not to, it's not so much about getting the win. It's about having a really strong performance because um, they've been pretty lucky in that they've won some of these games in, when, in which he hasn't been at his best. Well, they'll be back at it tomorrow. Luke, always appreciate your time. Thanks very much. All right. Enjoy the rest of your show, guys. Thanks for having me on. We'll do. Luke Fox joining us from Sportsnet, Sportsnet.ca. The Leafs beat the New Jersey Devils 6-4. Back with more Leafs Nation postgame. Gord's Delic, Justin Cuthbert on the Sportsnet Radio Network.
Welcome back, Leafs Nation postgame. Gord Stelick, Justin Cuthbert with you. A Maple Leaf 6-4 win over the New Jersey Devils. Here's head coach Sheldon Keefe. Welcome, Sheldon. First up, we'll go to Terry Koshan, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Terry. Hey, Sheldon. Obviously, uh, the, re- the end result would be pleasing, uh, given that it's a victory. It's two nights in a row now. You've had to come back and, and really work to win in the third period. Is that a concern for you, or how do you look at the, the past 48 hours and how these wins have come about? Well, obviously, I mean, it's been it's been a flip of the script here, right, where we've, you know, when we've had leads and had poor third periods, and now we're playing from behind and having good third periods and finding ways to get points. So, so you know, obviously, we'll, we take, we'll take that. We like that our team has got lots of fight in it and, and keeps pushing and had confidence in its ability to come back in the game and uh, score enough goals to win. Obviously, the start is not even close to good enough, and it's it's a kind of it's a kind of start that you you know you uh, you deserve to lose games when when you play like that and start that way and spot them three. But fortunately for us there was enough time for us to, you know, to chip away at it and push back and just loved our, you know, finding a way to tie the game. And then, you know, you get the adversity of a late penalty kill and you turn that into a game winning goal. Uh, you know, you, you love to see that. Sheldon is taking a jacket of the game, a uh, reflection on him uh, or the team at that point. Well, mainly the team, you know, and it's, it, I mean, we just, the type of chances that we would give up, that early in the game, you don't even give your goaltender a chance to get comfortable at all. Um, and that's, you know, that's why I took him out when I did. So I called the timeout when I did. And in fact, a lot of what we talked about was the fact that, you know, what we've done to Jack here and, and uh, not giving him an opportunity to, to get comfortable in the game and get going. And instead he's, he's uh, facing high end shots with, you know, guys in alone. Um so that's you know that's on us. That's not that's not nearly good enough. Uh, you know we've got a guy that's battled uh, for us all season long and is and has you know been our backbone through through this first half of the season. So for us to start that way for him uh, in this game here tonight is was not good. So I, you know I just felt we needed the timeout at that time, really just to talk about uh, you know what we've what we've been through to that point, what we had done to Jack, why we had to make a switch. But then also just talking about the fact that we had lots of game left and we needed to you know, get our game in order and start playing. And, and uh, you know, I had confidence that we would be able to score more than three tonight. But we uh, obviously had to play a lot better with how we were how we were managing the puck in our own end. I know the plan had been to use one on each night, of course. But what do you do in goal tomorrow night for the, the finish this two-game set off? Yeah, we'll talk about it on the plane here tonight. Probably won't make a decision until... Till tomorrow morning on it. Uh, I got to check in with both our goalies and uh, see where they're at and and make a decision from there. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Sheldon, what stands out to you though about the effort you got from Peter coming in to this game cold off the bench? I thought he battled hard. He made a couple really good saves uh, shortly after going in, or he, he stood tall. Uh, again, guys had clear shots on him, and he he stood tall. Uh, Really liked that, and and he battled. You know, he lets in the one, which I don't think he had much opportunity on uh, with that shot in the slot. You know, off the uh, Broads blocks the shot, and it, it falls right to their guy. Um, aside from that, he gave us a chance to win the game. 
didn't let it get beyond that one, uh, which keeps us in striking distance, and that's what we needed. Mitch, now six straight games with a goal. You mentioned he seems to be playing with a bit of a clearer head since he came back. In which ways are, are you seeing that manifest itself on the ice? Well, I just got confidence offensively in around the net. Um, you know, he's a guy who has a buck a lot. And, uh, you know, we know he's a facilitator and he distributes to others, but he's finding ways to get pucks in really good places for himself and making good on it. So it's it's huge for him, huge for us. Um, it's, it's great to see him put together a streak like this because he actually has a capability of doing is getting hot and, and, and scoring big goals for us. It's a huge goal tonight. It's a great finish. Um, and I thought he and his line, uh, obviously Austin today is a big night. Uh, you know, those guys, again, just really uh, carried the mail for us in a lot of ways to help get us, uh, get us to even. And, you know, I thought, um, you know, we had some good efforts from all of our lines throughout, uh, once we really got our game going there in the third and then just a huge effort on the penalty kill by everybody involved in particular, Oh, Kerfoot and Mikheyev uh, for that play to, you know, to turn a late penalty kill into a game winning goal. That's, that's huge. And last one here, we'll go back to Terry Koshan. Go ahead, Terry. Sorry, Sean, just back to uh, Campbell for a sec. Um, he's allowed a few more goals in the past six or starts that he's had than usual. Again, a reflection of the, the play in front of him. Is it him? Is there, is there a worry there? I don't, I don't imagine there would be, but, or how would you term it, uh, you know, for Jack, the way things have gone here recently? Well, I think we've talked about it before. You know, Jack's, Jack hasn't played to the same level that he's established for himself. But our team has not played at the same level in front of him. And it's not nearly good enough. You got a, you know, a goaltender, like I said, has been the backbone of our team. And, um, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to you know, get back in that groove here. It's, it's been a much different, uh, uh, you know, different routine, different rhythm for him. We went from playing basically every other night, uh, you know, through the first 30, 35 games or whatever it is uh, up until Christmas. And then since then, there hasn't been a lot of games and the, the rhythm's been really disrupted. He's had lots of rest, lots of time between games <clears throat> and he's trying to find his game uh, and uh, he will find his game, but our guys have got to help him out and we just have not done that. And that's, that's disappointing. Uh, the world of Sheldon Keefe, Justin, a post game after the 6-4 win. Yeah, I mean, I think he nailed it. Uh, they've got to be better in front of uh, Jack Campbell if they're going to ensure that his season turns around here because he is uh, he's drowning a little bit, and the Leafs have been able to save themselves, uh, but Jack Campbell's not quite been able to save his form of late. Well, we'll find out tomorrow, I guess, some point, whether he gets to start tomorrow night. We'll have the game for you on Sportsnet Radio Network beginning at 7 o'clock. The Leafs at New Jersey. 6-4 win tonight. Hey, Justin, that was a pleasure. Thanks very much. That was a lot of fun, Gordon. Have a great show tomorrow night and we'll enjoy do. the break through the weekend. Leafs Nation postgame.